Welcome to Ladies Talking Leafs. I'm Chris. And I'm Syl. And welcome to our debut of being on video and on YouTube. Uh, and happy anniversary. It's our 75th episode, which is totally unbelievable for us. Um, I don't know. I didn't think that we'd be going 75 episodes later, but we are. And yep. I'm going to shake this once now. This is my 1993, I believe, playoff rattle. And it actually is from the fan 1430. I have a, a little sticker there. And anyway. that's probably when they first started, too. That, yeah. That station yeah. was brand new. It yeah. used to be CJCL, the music of your life. You remember yes. that? Yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, I won't shake it too much during the show, obviously. Don't want to be too yes. annoying. Plus, we need to save it for 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 actual uh, yeah. live playoff action. Yeah. So as Chris said, though, you can now listen to us on any of your favorite apps. And if you want to, you can also uh, see us talking on YouTube. So we'll be talking Leafs there uh, every episode and you're going to be able to see us live. So our YouTube handle is at LTL1917. So be sure to follow us there and watch us watch the show. Yeah. And another benefit to following us or subscribing to us on YouTube is to see all the videos that we we got on there from um, from games that we've attended. And of course, in the playoffs, we'll be we'll be going to a lot of playoff games. We're crossing our fingers like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but before we do that, we're going to be putting a little bit of a bow on the 2022-23 regular season. Yes. So there's the last couple of weeks of the season. Uh, we're pretty much meaningless. Obviously, we've known that we're going to be yeah. playing Tampa uh, in the first round forever. But there are still a few milestones and important moments um, that our Leafs uh, had. So starting with Mark Giordano, uh, who was named the Leafs 2023 Masterson Trophy nominee uh, for his dedication and perseverance uh, to the game. Uh, Gio also played in his... Uh, 1100th NHL game versus the Bruins on April 6th. Yeah. And uh, something, sim the similar trophy, I guess, in the uh, AHL, um, the American Hockey League. Uh, it's the Fred, I'm just going to read it off here. It's the Fred T. Hunt Memorial Award, which is the, it, it's, I guess, awarded to the AHLer who best exemplifies sportsmanship determination and dedication to hockey and our Marley's captain won it, uh, Logan Shaw. So congrats to Logan Shaw and to Mark Giordano on, uh, on being nominated for the Masterton trophy for the NHL. And, um, he also got the, uh, I guess, obviously he has the most blocked shots to Mark Giordano. Mm -hmm. So from, he got that, uh, I don't even know how they measure that. That to me is kind of <laughs> crazy that they can measure that sort of thing, but yeah. So, Anyhow, so there are quite a few other milestone moments uh, or big moments uh, that happened in the last couple of weeks. So there's um, in Boston, Jake McKay played his 500th NHL game. Ryan O'Reilly got his 700th career point versus the Lightning. And the Leafs, as a franchise, got their 50th win um, in the final game of the regular season versus the Rangers. So that's that's just great regular season stuff. But... What we've been waiting for is Tuesday night. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. The playoff schedule was announced. Tuesday night is game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But uh, some great accomplishments for our Leafs for the regular season. That's for sure. 
Absolutely. Uh, I think this has been another, another year of record breaking and, you know, maybe not as big fanfare as we had last year. Like there were some pretty big dominoes that fell last season. Uh, but, uh, I think that the team just like us is, you know, they are, they've got their, their focus on, on something more. And so we may as well get down to it. So be, before we get into the show, we just want to g- give you a reminder to please leave us a rating or a review, uh, wherever you listen to the show on Spotify. There's a new feature at the bottom of each show profile where you can leave us a review there or answer a simple poll question about our show. It's just a click and it will help us grow and improve our show. So now let's get into the show, starting with our final regular season edition of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And then we're going to run the Ladies Talking Leafs highlight reel for the regular season. And for our third period segment, uh, we are going to have our Ladies Talking Leafs insider and co-host of the podcast, The Leafs Convo and HockeyBuzz.com, Mike Ogello, to join us to talk about the upcoming playoff series between the Leafs and the Lightning. So without any further ado... Let's talk Leafs. The good, the bad, the ugly for our final installment of the regular season. Um, And my good is Luke Shen. So Luke Shen, I I am, I have to say off the top, I guess, I am a little bit worried with the the amount of ice time that uh, he gets with Morgan Riley. Um, But they've been playing, they've been pretty, playing pretty well together. So I'm, uh... I, I just I just hope he can handle it in in the playoffs because it's going to be a little bit more a uh, little bit more tougher and tougher minutes there. But um, but yeah, not- I guess too like with Tampa, he didn't necessarily play as much as he's going to play with the Leafs. So yeah, yeah, and he's but I like the fact versus Tampa that he dropped the gloves with Pat Maroon, and I think he actually may mm-hmm. have gave him a minor injury there in that uh in that little tilt oh well oh, well <laughs> i guess Mar- maroon <laughs> didn't come back to the game but um yeah. and then also he got his first goal uh in the leafs jersey since february 4th 2012 versus the ottawa senators so it's been quite some time but um yeah no i'm liking i'm liking his game his physicality we brought him in for his physicality obviously mm-hmm. clearing the front of the net not taking any crap there uh and yeah that's my good that's what i i i short and sweet and i just want that to continue into tuesday and beyond mm-hmm. and uh i mean we also brought him on obviously for his um experience being in the finals and uh to the, going to the stanley cup finals and yeah i just like that the one thing I don't, I think you cannot disregard is the fact that he bleeds blue. Oh yeah, for and sure. And yeah. he's so excited to be back playing for this team. Yeah, I think that that is an intangible that you cannot discount because when it comes down to it, you know he's a physical player, but he is going to lay it on the line. So I do think that he's definitely. Um, going to put it all out there uh, for this team. And it's, it's meaningful enough for him to pull on this Jersey and they have brought in several guys uh, that feel that way. So that's an important component. And the other guys are just going to feed off of that, obviously. For sure. For sure. For sure. They already have, I think, but him Mm -hmm. being a former leaf already (laughs) previously, he's uh, he's yeah, that's going to do a lot. It means a lot to him. Yeah. Uh, So, 
feeding into that a little bit, my good is Matthew Nye's. Um, I think coming in, um, obviously it was disappointing the way, uh, the, the Golden Gophers, um, you know, finished the season there. Um, you know, losing in the fashion that they did, that's kind of a dagger. Uh, but uh, a lot of people were not sure how he was going to come in. You know, is he going to be like a, a deer in headlights? Is it going to be, you know, too big for him? But he has been very poised and composed and uh, basically made a, a pretty seamless transition. Now, I don't think we could expect, you know, too, too much from him. And I think that if he does play in the playoffs, it's going to be spot starts. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to, you know, put too much pressure on the kid, but he has done a really good job so far. He has uh, an assist on what could have been a goal. It almost was. And it was so cute how O'Reilly actually apologized to him for, for scoring it um, over him. But uh, I think that um, he seems pretty comfortable out there and that's good to see. He he definitely looks like an NHLer in the, in the interviews. Oh, for sure. I'm like, geez, this guy's, doesn't look like a kid, but he is. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, no, and he's, he's definitely played. There's a couple of defensive things that obviously he's, it's just his first few NHL mm-hmm. games. So that's, it's where he's going to have, he'll work on that. And like you said, he's not going to get into every playoff game. They, they're not going to, they, he'll probably see one. And I have to say, obviously, I was wrong on the predictions because he mm-hmm. did. Yes, <laughs> yes. You were wrong. I was wrong. I, I still, but, I stood up for what I said at the beginning of the season. So, um, yep. yeah, but he, uh, it was great that he signed the entry level deal, which apparently it kind of put us in a spot when it comes to the goaltending, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but, uh, it's going to come up a little bit later yeah. in our show discussing, yeah. discussing that. Yeah. And the I fall out from that. I liked what he said though, about after his first game. And, and I mean, I guess most most players are going to say this after his first game, but the after the game in Florida, when he was asked what he's going to remember the most about his first game, that they won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the attitude you want to take, right? So um, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So that's that's good. But um, yeah, no, I I think he's the first three games definitely he had his first practice um, in at home in Toronto today uh, on Saturday, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, because. He he basically joined them on the road for yeah. the last three three road games, so he hasn't even been in Toronto. No, and uh, I, I actually think that if he gets into that first game on Tuesday, that will might be where the jitters come. It's actually it was probably good true. for him that he started yeah. on the road. Really, yeah. In familiar surroundings too, especially the second game against Tampa. That's where they played. Although there was bad memories there, so it was probably good that he overcame <laughs> those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, so let's move on to the bad. Yes. So my my bad is not so much about the Leafs, but it's about this NHL Global Series. I don't know if some of our listeners probably heard the announcement. It they didn't it didn't really get a lot of fanfare, probably because of who's playing, which is my point here. But the um the Global Series where the NHL takes the game overseas somewhere is actually going to Australia next uh next September mm-hmm. on the 23rd and the 24th. And the bad that I have about this is the fact that they're actually bringing the Arizona Coyotes there. I just don't know why they would do that. And I mean I it's they're going to be playing in Melbourne Park, which is where the Australian Open is um 
is gen- the tennis t- tournament oh, is uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because they're uh, I listened to um, I guess the announcement from Australia. There, I believe it was their sports minister or ho- somebody related to sports there. But on the Melbourne Ice, they're one of their mm-hmm. hockey teams. They uh, they had this big official announcement there, and he met, he said that it was going to be at Melbourne Park. So when they have those closed roofs there, obviously. Um, that they can uh they'll keep the ice there anyways for the Mm -hmm. games but uh yeah i didn't like the fact that they're picking the arizona coyotes and i just had a laugh somebody i don't know if he lives in australia but one of our one of our followers on twitter he he actually i gotta find the tweet it's hilarious what he uh what he said about the um about the melbourne part he said that i can't find it now of course I should have had it up before. Anyways, he said something to the effect that at least they'll probably get more fans there in Australia than they would at the 5,000-seat arena <laughs> of Mel- Mullet Arena. Right? That is probably true. Yes. yes. Because so, um, I guess that's what they're banking on, that, um, you know, because it's NHL teams and it's not, you know, an everyday occurrence that... Australians can just go to an NHL game that it doesn't matter what team goes, right? Yeah. And they probably are, are trying to save this franchise. I, I don't know why they're trying so hard. I don't know what any of them or or maybe the government or, I don't know, the mob in Arizona. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's got something over <laughs> Gary Bettman there. But yeah, um, yeah so I, I guess that's what they figure, that it doesn't really matter what team it is. So you may as well prop up, you know, the lowly coyotes uh, once more and make a little bit more money for them. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Uh, they have Clayton Keller there. I guess that's the only mm-hmm. player really that I know on that team. And uh, I mean, LA Kings are the other team we should mention. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're obviously a, they're a good team like they, and they have some good with Kopitar and Dowdy and, um, and uh, in goal now they got that Corpus Allo, which is going to mm-hmm. be interesting. Uh well, and I guess it makes sense because they're a Pacific Coast team. So yeah. the travel is less. That so, makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I would have even preferred having the, like, put a Canadian team in there, right? The Australians love yeah. Canadians, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Put even Vancouver, even though I, whatever, we don't really care. Like, just somebody else other than Arizona. Somebody that actually under, like, loves the game of hockey. A team that where they have a good fan base in that. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So that's my bad. I won't go on about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's well, your bad? So my bad, actually, uh, moving things back to the Leafs a little bit, um, is Samsonov's status going into the playoffs. Um, we know that he was given the last two nights off, which was fine. And it was good for Wall to to get in as well, um, you know, because so both of them got to play a little bit leading into things. But he did look like he was laboring a little bit and he did look like maybe he tweaked something. We know that Murray is likely not going to play like at least in this first round for (laughs) sure. Um, So it's a little bit nervy going into this, especially given the way Tampa plays. And I just have to think of somebody like Corey Perry who likes to crash the net. Yeah. That I'm concerned about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it it's a concern. But twice now, I've heard Samsonov say, "Sammy never <laughs> breaks." Yeah, 
right? So I, I just love the like he knows himself best. We gotta resign him just for his, yeah, like uh, po- like the post uh, post game mm-hmm. talks and all that, right? He's just great. I love him. <laughs> no, he does have a really good uh, personality yeah. and a really good kind of demeanor. He's he's very even keel, which yeah. is great and, and I, I think in did, washington i think they yeah like that's what they loved about the fans there they loved that mm-hmm. about him too um mm-hmm. it will be interesting though because he did didn't have a good playoff record let's just hope yeah. like we're we're a better team in front of him than the capitals were so that maybe that'll well, I, I don't know if you saw any of their media availability today when they interviewed him and he was just going on and on and on about how much he he loves playing in toronto and uh from the moment that he he got here, yeah. uh, the guys in the dressing room, how much everybody loves each other. He was just going on and on and on. So I don't know. He's, I think that he had a little bit of adversity. Like remember that first game that he played yeah. in, in um, Washington and it did not go so well. Yes. He went on a little bit of a, had a little bit of a difficult time after that. I'm hoping he got over some of that now. So um yeah, I think that we maybe have a better decor in front. We have good team defense yeah. as a whole yeah. uh, right now. So hopefully that's going to pay dividends and help him. Um, yeah, but, but, yeah, I, like I, but when I'm you just see, concerned yeah. about his, his injury status yeah. and, and how well he feels physically. But like you said, he always says, Sammy never breaks. <laughs> so so yes. I'm going to trust that he knows himself better than anybody. Yeah. And he's had now... I guess, thankfully, they were able to give him like full days off, like games mm-hmm. off too. And hopefully his uh, his new little baby will let him let him sleep a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing. There's a lot of newborns on, on yeah. young, young children on this team right now. Yeah. Um, so it might be better for them to be on the road more. But <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Now, that's all. It's all going to be good. And I'm sure they're ex- as excited as we are probably more so oh, for sure. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I think everybody, including from the team all down through Nate Leafs Nation wants just this to get going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from the last couple of weeks, we don't have an ugly. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, the refs are always ugly, so we don't need to get too much into that more. We've let's, spent enough let's time. Let's just hope. Let's just hope yeah. we get some good people. Yeah. Yeah, and a mm-hmm. little bit of luck. But uh, as yes. much as Samsonov's status is a bit of a worry, there are a couple of positives that made our LTL highlight reel. So let's roll it. All right. So in number three, we did mention them a little bit briefly, are the amateur tryout goalies, the ATOs. Uh, we had four games and four ATO goalies because of the NHL's <laughs> salary cap and our situation. And, and this is but basically what we were leaning towards when we were talking about, you know, kind of what we, what Kyle Dubas sort of put the team in, into with uh, signing Nyes, which was apparently important to them to do. So I think, you know, I, I forgive that, but we had some guys that stepped in and did a great job, you know, in the limited, only one guy got some limited action, which was Jet Alexander, uh, uh, for the Habs game. And then we had, uh, Nick Chenard in the Florida game, Matthias Onuska, Tampa Bay game, and Samuel Richard in the Rangers game. So all four of those guys, uh, kind of had their dream. Uh, scenario happened yeah. and got into an NHL game and got to dress. So, yeah. 
at least got on they at least got on the bench with the exception of Jed Alexander, who mm-hmm. actually got into the game in the last yeah. minute or so, which was fantastic. We we have some video of that on our on our YouTube channel. Um but yeah, and I mean it was just ridiculous the way the Habs responded to that. Like it was our mm-hmm. it was seven to one <laughs> when the guy went into the game. Like why like I like I'm like Kyle Du I love Kyle Dubas too, the way he said like I don't really care what other people are saying. He said, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. And they know they don't care about like if they were to do it, they would do the same thing. Basically, well, and so, it's not like the Leafs were the only team to actually do that. First of yeah. all, other other teams have done that. I mean, well, Edmonton, you're I trying think to do whoever it was do, with the Oilers. They played the whole period, the, yeah, against the the Blackhawks, which I guess. To me, that might have made more sense even because it wasn't a, a meaningless game and we want to save Sammy for, mm-hmm. for the playoffs. So yeah. really, did he have to play the whole game? Not really. But I guess they felt it was disrespectful and they also felt that it was disrespectful that, you know, we had our top power play unit on for the last power play. But you know what? You're tuning up for the playoffs. And yeah. if they were in our position, they would have done the same thing. And like Dubas says, it doesn't really matter what they think yeah. because it's about our team and what's important to our team and it's important to yeah. him and the organization to do right by these players especially these guys that are coming in at the last minute to help us out so yeah and apparently too thing. like they are in the other way i i really didn't i sort of knew the difference but i they're not e- i guess the e-bug is like if it was the our goalies that were actually injured in the game and there was mm-hmm. both of them and then you be it's an e-bug as opposed to an ato right right but right Jet Alexander is an e-bug technically like he um, like Kyle Dubas said that like he's helped them out before like they basically just sit mm-hmm. at the game or they're always available on call kind right of thing in case no, there and is they that come scenario. In and they help them with practices and stuff too yeah. right so yeah, so so these guys uh, a few of them are you know guys that are familiar with the team and I think Jet Alexander is definitely yeah. one of those guys yeah, and they're and they just wanted to to give them uh Give them kudos for that. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, so now he can say that he was in his first NHL game. But yep. moving on to number two now is our friend William Nylander. Willie Styles. yes. Willie has to be listening to Syl because every time Syl <laughs> says that he he's not been so great, he just turns it around for the next show. And that's what he did. Yep. He was in her bad book slash show and... He's back to being Willie Stiles or Dr. Nylander. Got his 40th goal of the season versus the Rangers. And I don't know. I just saw the last couple of games. I saw something from him. He is just, it's like he's driving play again. Like he's just holding on to the puck. He wants the puck. And I don't know how many shots he had versus the Rangers before. I know it was crazy. Yeah. I think he had like 10 shots. Yeah. He had something ridiculous like that. And He's now the 15th player in Leafs history to reach the 40-goal milestone. So that's uh, that's quite the accomplishment for him. And it's too bad. I mean, not taking away from Willie right now. It's too bad Marner didn't get the 100th uh, yeah. point, but he'll get that soon enough anyways. Doesn't really matter. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, Will, William Nylander is um, definitely deserving of our number two on the highlight reel. And something he said... From one of the articles in The Athletic, they asked him if he was proud of his season overall. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'll be proud when we effing win. And I won't yes, say I, I you did saw see that, that quote. Right? Yes, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that too. 
<laughs> yes. His head's in the right place. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So that's good. So going back to our goaltending, and that seems maybe to be the theme of our show today in a way, yes. but is uh, Joseph Wall is in our number one spot. So we mentioned Joseph Wall in our last show, uh, giving a hint that he could be our next Felix Potvan and focusing on the two games he played in this past week versus Tampa. He had 45 saves for the win, the most saves for a Leafs rookie goalie since Peter Ng in 1990. So Wall back that up with a 22 save win versus the Rangers on Thursday night at MSG as well. So uh, he is, uh, he is like a cool cucumber, that one. I mean, I don't know, like all the things that he did over the summer, like I think that he can just, you know, go and go to his Zen place while he's in net there. And um, yeah, it's impressive uh, what he's doing as a, as a young kid. And uh, I think that, I can't, I, I'm not worried at all if he has to go in. Yeah. Oh, no. He's like, he, you know, he has like a 9 2 0 record, I guess, now mm-hmm. with the, in the NHL. And I mean, it is a small sample yeah. for sure, right? And yeah, he's yeah. never been under this kind of pressure, but, but yeah, sometimes that's a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was like that for, for Potvin in, in 93 there, you know, like they come in and they, they're just playing because that's what they know. And, it, and they don't know that the moment is too big for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, is like, he had a, like an amateur backup. So that's mm-hmm. pressure too, in my mind, like, because, for sure. like, obviously knock on wood, he won't get injured, but if he, mm-hmm. he don't want, he doesn't want, he wants to play well and stay in the net. And, um, and yeah, he played fantastic, especially in that Tampa game in the last minute or so. He, they had mm-hmm. quality chances there. Kucherov, mm-hmm. they had a, because they had the power play. They were six on four at one yeah. point. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. And, and he stood tall, <laughs> Joseph Wall, right? So, uh, yeah. He moves really, really well. Yeah. Like, and he is super calm. It's, yeah. it's quite impressive. Yeah. And I, he's doing and right I now. think like, I don't know. I'm done with Matt Murray said that the last show. I think he, yeah. he's going to back up um, Samsonov, I think, definitely for the first little bit in the uh, in the pl- first round of the playoffs. And then next season, I think he's our he's going to be our backup next season. I, mm-hmm. I think I have to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how he maybe he'll get in the game in the uh, playoffs. It is still a tandem and I, mm-hmm. I'd be comfortable like if uh, I don't know about starting him on the road or giving him a game on the road I'd probably do it at home um, mm-hmm. just because of the, like the whole crowd thing and that but um, but we'll see how it goes with Samsonov and uh, and hopefully they'll both stay healthy and yeah I just uh, I, I'm liking him and the, the fact that he was in MSG too he's an American born goalie mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. just to be on that stage for him i thought it was great oh yeah, yeah. definitely yeah he he deserved all of the the accolades and and yeah that's another game where there was like a late late onslaught and he held firm and so yeah, yeah no i got nothing but good good things to say about that kid yeah so we're going to do a review of the entire season on a postseason show. But right now, we have much bigger things to talk about heading into round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And for a third period segment, we're going to be previewing the Leafs Tampa Bay Lightning series with our Ladies Talking Leafs insider, Mike Ojello. 
for our third period segment, we are welcoming to our show uh, our Lady Stocking Leafs insider, Mike Ogello, to chat about the upcoming playoff series versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mike covers the Leafs and the NHL as a reporter and does a podcast with HockeyBuzz.com. He's also the co-host of Off the Post Radio and the Leafs Convo, and he is a writer for Full Press Hockey. Uh, As always, thanks for coming on the show, Mike. Good morning, ladies. And in my spare time, I do feats of magic and a few other things. But <laughs> yes, you're just a you're just a, a, a Renaissance man, it's juggling and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, lots lots to do, especially during playoff time. It's even it's even busier. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It should yeah. be a fun ride. Yeah, yeah. No, we're looking forward to it. All right, mm-hmm. we got a few questions for you here lined up, but um, <laughs> so. I don't know, we weren't fans of this 11 and 7 that Sheldon Keefe was doing for basically all of the, uh, like after the trade deadline, but um, trying different. I mean, I guess it's good because he was trying different combinations, but he never, I don't know, to me, he never got a real set line. Let's just say, like to say what the lines are going to look like for like game, the first couple of games of the of the playoffs versus uh, the Lightning. What do you think is going to be for game one anyways, the line co- line combinations and D pairings? Who do you think... Is uh is going to be on the ice? I think it's going to be twelve six. I mean, there were contributing factors to the eleven seven thing. Yeah. Um, you know, Sam Lafferty was away for the club from the club for a few days. Apparently, his I guess his wife was having a baby. I guess these hockey players they got to make sure that they don't have sex in August because. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when they're off, so it makes, it makes sense, right? <laughs> exactly. I, I guess you know, when you got the opportunity, what the hell? But, yeah. but <laughs> Shannon and his wife had a baby, and then Sam Lafferty and his wife had a, or girlfriend had a baby, um, and he was away from the club. And the the cap also was uh, a factor because they had to send send Wayne Simmons down to the minors, or at least on paper, to uh, get Matthew Nye signed. Um, but I think that the reason that they did also is because they wanted to experiment with different line combinations and with 11 forwards, you were constantly mixing up the bottom six or yeah. putting a different winger with Matthews and Marner. So as a, as an experiment, I think it was good. And also, you know, in the, in the playoffs, sometimes you can't get players off the ice and you want to know, have some familiarity there with the other defensive pairings mm-hmm. in that concept. I think that was fine. I think they're going to go with 12, six. My question is, which 12 and which six, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, line combinations, they'll mix and match, you know, but I don't know whether Ryan O'Reilly is playing second line center and Tavares is moving to the wing or Ryan O'Reilly is playing third line center uh, with, you know, a checking line with say a Chari or Kerfoot or whoever. So that's, yeah. th- that's one thing up front. The other thing is who's the 12th forward. I mean, you would think it would be Lafferty, um, you know, but we know what Tampa is. We know what they're going to try to do. We, you know, I predicted it two weeks before that game. I looked at the schedule and said, <laughs> they're going to, you know, that, uh, that Corey Perry and Patrick Maroon and those bunch of knuckle dragging Neanderthals are going to try to take a piece out of, out of the Leafs. And thankfully Sheldon Keith didn't put Matthews and Marner in, you know, and the yeah. Leafs had some pushback. And took it to Tampa just as much as they took it to them. Um, but will Wayne Simmons be in the lineup for game one? Or will they mm-hmm. go with Matthew Nyes? I think the likely 
option for that 12th forward is Simmons because I think they know that Tampa is going to try to establish physicality and that rough and tumble nature. And they want some, they want their own nuclear wep- weapon in their in their arsenal, and that's Wayne Simmons. So even even though uh, John Cooper said that there was uh, no intensity in that game, right? Convincing. <laughs> uh, yeah. defense, defensively, though, and you know, there is what is going to happen, and there is what I would do. And of course, I'm not coach of the Maple Leafs, so my word doesn't count. But if it was me. Uh, Timothy Liljegren would be one of the top six. I agree with you on that one. But this is Sheldon Keefe. So Mm -hmm. it's probably, and I could be wrong on the pairings, but I think it's going to be Riley and Luke Shen. uh, And they've they've played together the last few games. Uh, uh, TJ Brody and and Jake McCabe with Brody playing the right side. And the third pairing, Mark Giordano and Justin Hall. To me, I would put I would put Liljegren in there instead of Hall, but we know that Keith depends on Hall as a penalty killer, and he likes his size, even though he doesn't use his size that much. But that's what I think the twelve six will be for the so, starters. So, given though, like what we're talking about with uh, Tampa, at least wanting to establish the physicality, um, I guess at least for game one, for sure, it would make more sense that Liljegren wouldn't be wouldn't be in and he would opt for Hall too because of, of the size and style of play though, right? Um, and as far as Simmons goes, do you think that that's like a, like a game one type of deal just to kind of, you know, squelch any of that uh, type of tactic yeah. as opposed to waiting to see what they do game one and then game two trying that? I think we know what Tampa is going to do. Now, yeah. granted, they're... You know, Maroon got hurt in that game against Toronto, um, but I think they took him out because they didn't want him to get any more hurt. He had a lower body injury when mm-hmm. he tried to go in the corner with Nealander. Then he got into the fight, and, you know, he scored a goal, And but then he, they took him out. Uh, Gino, I'd be shocked that Tanner Janot plays in this series. The way his leg folded up in the last oh, one. Oh, I know. That was horrible. That was horrible. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought he, I thought he broke, a, broke his leg. Apparently, it's a high ankle sprain, but still, those are – really tough to come back from. And even if you yeah. do come back from, you're not anywhere close to being the player that you were before. So, um, but you know, they've got those guys, they've got Nick Paul, they've got Kalorn. I mean, they're physical throughout the lineup. You know, basically if they play Simmons, they're playing 11 forwards and they're spotting Simmons in certain situations because, yeah. you know, he's not as mobile anymore and, you know, he doesn't score anymore, but he is valuable in the sense that he will defend his teammates. And you don't want Ryan O'Reilly. You don't want Austin Matthews or John Tavares no. fighting battles. So you need yeah. Shen and Simmons and a few players out there to stir it up. And at least for game one, remember last year, they put Kyle Clifford in the lineup in game one. Right. And he went over the top and he got suspended. Yeah. But they needed that physicality mm-hmm. in there to push back against Tampa. And they're still going to need that. Okay. And the, and the goaltending, before we go on, but the goaltending, mm-hmm. please say that even though Matt Murray looks to be getting better in, in the practice, because you were at the practice uh, yesterday, but um, hopefully he won't be backing up. I, I, I'm thinking well, it's going to be Samson off and Hall. At least, at least not to or start. Wall, the, sorry. No, no, no. That's a, that's a Freudian. Um, uh, at least uh, Matt, well, Matt Murray was on the ice. He was doing like drills with uh, some of the medical staff. Yeah. He was on the ice. He, you know, I, I, who knows 
when, but I do think at a certain point in the series, he will be the backup. Okay. Um, Samsonov is the starter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very confident and to, to the point that he said, and I was standing <laughs> next to him. Mm-hmm. And he said in his, you know, he's, he's a nice guy. He's a good kid. And yeah. in his, in his broken English said, Leafs are the best team in the league. Yeah. And, I, I saw that interview. <laughs> and I, I, I like, I was like, oh, well, that's great. <laughs> and, you know, and so, somebody, a colleague of ours who uh, is in the media, yeah. I said the same thing. I says, you know, great. John Cooper's got bulletin board material. And he's like, well, I like the confidence. And, you know, if, if a team needs bulletin board material to get motivated in the playoffs, they don't need it. But every little bit helps. And I'm sure mm-hmm. the best team in the league, Toronto. Okay, we'll show them, folks. And, like, I wish he wouldn't have said it, but okay. Well, especially, like, you know, Vasilevsky is his countryman, too, yeah. right? And yeah. we know who who goes in net for <laughs> Team Russia. It's usually Vasilevsky, not Samsonov. So, he's, he's um, in interesting. Second, he's in the second division of the Russian goaltenders. Mm-hmm. But, okay. And, 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 and Samsonov made a pretty good point. He's like, I'm not facing Vasilevsky. I'm facing no. the Tampa Bay shooters. True. That's, that's who I'm facing. Now, it's the Leaf shooters facing Vasilevsky. That's what I think Toronto's got to be yeah. concerned about. Because, you know, we all watched that seven-game series last year. And in the first five games, Jack Campbell was the equal of Vasilevsky, which means yeah. Vasilevsky was not playing. You know, Campbell was playing okay, and Vasilevsky was playing, uh, and yeah, that's that's not Vasilevsky. In game six and seven, he was Superman, and that's mm-hmm. what that's what the Leafs have to worry about. Is yeah. that guy is capable of that all the time? He let in that bad uh, five hole goal to uh, Nylander in the game against uh, in the game in at Amelie Arena last week, and I'm like, that's not Vasilevsky. That's not the goal. That's not the goalie we're going to see in the playoffs. And if the Leafs are depending on that to win then they're not going to win. They need mm-hmm. they need to beat him when he's at his best. When whether they can do it, we'll see. Okay, so that actually leads perfectly into our next question. So, what do you think then are going to be the keys to the Leafs winning this series? Well, uh I was listening to Bob McCowan's podcast, which is excellent with John mm-hmm. John Shannon. He had Mike Zeisberger and Kevin Paul DuPont on there, and they were analyzing all the different series. And Kevin Paul DuPont mentioned, I think the term was mental physicality or mental strength. That is going to be the key to the Maple Leafs beating the Lightning. Because if you're talking about the team on the ice, the only area where Tampa Bay is leaps and bounds better than Toronto is in goal. And the Leafs are better than they were last year with Campbell. So they're closer to what Vasilevsky is. But Vasilevsky is one of the top two or three goalies in the league. Defensively, Tampa Bay's got a lot of holes. They're playing mm-hmm. Darren Radish on, on the on the offside <laughs> with Victor Hedman. You know, Jan Rudo wasn't exactly Bobby Orr, but he was a he was an NHL defenseman and they had they formed a pretty good pairing. Darren Radish is borderline NHL AHL. He's not a very good defenseman. You know, they've got Sergachev, they got Cole, they've got Cernak, but their defense is not deep. And if they start to get injuries, uh, one of the keys to the series is Toronto wearing down the Tampa Bay defense. Um, you know, f- at, f- at forward, I think the Leafs are comparable. And, I'd re- you know, 
you can't mess with Stamkos and Point and Kucherov and Sorelli and all the guys that they have. Where the Leafs have to win this series is in their own heads. 100%. Yeah. They, you know, we know how talented Austin Matthews and Marner and Tavares and Nylander and O'Reilly and go on and on, but they've got to convince themselves that they are as good as Tampa and they've got to take it to Tampa and they have to have the mental strength to add when, if there's adversity in this series, that they're up three games to two and you need to finish out this series. They need to step on their neck and kill mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And if they did, they have to have that killer instinct that, and especially the core group, the, yeah. the, the core five with yeah. Riley and the four forwards, they have to be strong mentally and say, we're going to beat this team and we're going to get over this hump that 19 years that we haven't yeah. had playoff success. And if they can do that, they can win. I'm saying, show me, folks, because I don't yeah. know whether they can or not. Yeah. Yeah, no, we we definitely, I agree. I think we both agree with that. That's for sure. But speaking of this core five, then just moving up to the next question we have for you, I, I guess, omitting the core five, who do you think is going to be the difference, could be a difference maker in, in this series for the Leafs? That's not part of that core five. Like you're just, you're just saying right now that it's a mental thing. So like yeah. any of the new pieces that they've added or whatever, like is someone going to emerge from that to be, a difference maker then yeah, and, and take uh, us over that hump basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you two answers. One on up front is Ryan O'Reilly because mm-hmm. O'Reilly gives you the opportunity. First of all, you want to con Smythe, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's had playoff success. He's a veteran guy. He's versatile. He can play the wing he can play center. Um, he can play the power play so he can fit in in different positions, but he's had that success. He knows what it takes. He, he knows the heat of the playoffs, the, the crucible of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So his ability, and like I believe they're going to use him as a third line center to match up with Point and Sorelli and Paul. You know, one of those three. You know, then you have Matthews, you have Tavares, and you have O'Reilly up the middle. That I think that's as good or better than what that what Tampa has. So um, I think O'Reilly up front and on defense. I think it's, I mean, some people would say McCabe because McCabe is going to play significant minutes and he's been really good since they got him. But honestly, I think it's Luke Shen. Luke Shen has to be physical, extremely physical on the blue line because nobody else other than maybe like, you know, Giordano will throw a check here or there. McCabe will throw a check here or there. Shen is there for one reason, to beat the crap out of the Tampa Bay forwards. Mm -hmm. He's not going to play a ton of minutes. He's going to play probably 12, 13 minutes. But you see nights where he's got that many minutes, he's got seven hits. He needs to keep doing that. They need to be physical on the blue line. And he's like one of the only Leafs defensemen who can be physical. So I think O'Reilly and Shen, and you're talking three Stanley Cups there between the two yeah. of them. Yeah, right. yeah. That will, yeah. That, will, yeah. that will need to step up. So mm-hmm. if, if Shen is only playing, let's just say like, that was one thing I talked earlier because Shen was one of my uh, my good guys on the from the past couple of weeks that he mm-hmm. he definitely showed up uh, against Pat Maroon there in the game yes. last week. But um, if he's only playing like you're saying twelve minutes, who's going to play with Riley? Because Riley's playing generally like twenty minutes. Let's just say obviously he plays on the power play, but um, I guess I think, would they put Brody in there too? Yeah, like to kind of yeah. I think you're going to see probably you know Brody. 
um, play elevated minutes because he's so trusted and he's so smart. I think, you know, you know, Riley's going to play his 24, 25 minutes. Yeah. Brody's going to probably play 24, 25 minutes. You know, you're probably going to see Giordano's minutes. You know, those three will compensate for the lack of time. Shen will be out there on the PK. He's big and tough and he clears yeah. the front of the net. So and he'll get some, he'll get some time there, but. You know, we know that their their main penalty killing defensive tandem is Brody and Hall. So those guys okay. will be out there for most of the most of the PK. But I think Shen will get mixed in along with McCabe. But yeah, I think I think the top of the defense will compensate for the 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 time that Shen doesn't play. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So I think we've pretty much figured out how we're things are going to look and and how we're hoping things are going to go. Uh, but looking at some of the other playoff series, uh, which one are you most interested in watching, like from the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference? Well, I was thinking about this because now, again, the, when it comes to the Leafs, I'm being trying to be as objective as possible. But there are teams that I don't like. And <laughs> uh, and the team that I don't like the most is the Edmonton Oilers. So I <laughs> I will be hate watching the Oilers Kings series. I picked the Kings in seven. I picked an upset. Every, a lot of people are picking. You know, it's the it's the Vogue pick to pick the Oilers to win yeah. the Stanley Cup or to win. Right? Yes. I, I I'm think I'm thinking they're gonna they're gonna lose to the Kings. At least I'm hoping that. So mm-hmm. that's the one I'll be hate huh. hate watching. Uh, the other series is like, um, you know, Vegas Vegas and Winnipeg. You know, I I, I don't. That's think- a potential upset, don't you think? Ah, I, I mean, I, they got good goaltending. I, I think when you've got Hellebuck, it, yes. essentially you've always got a chance, like similar to like, you know, Tampa's always got a chance with Vasilevsky, right? I put that series in the same category as Carolina and the Islanders. The Islanders mm. have better goaltending and there are flaws with Vegas, but I think Vegas will win and I think Carolina will win. Mm. Um, you know, Vegas, they're starting Laurent Brasso in goal. And I just have a feeling at some point Jonathan Quick will get in there because I don't think Brasso is that is that great of a goaltender, but he's played really well down the stretch. Um, yeah, and then you're talking to Stanley he's talking Stanley Cups there too, right? So right, exactly. Pedigree. Yeah, but you know he's not he is yeah. not the Jonathan. No, he's not that guy anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> he, has, he has the hair on the back of his neck up after getting traded and screwed by L.A. So. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were rooting for Vegas in LA just simply to see the revenge thing with with Quick, but I think I think Vegas will beat Winnipeg. Um, I like the Dallas Minnesota series, but of the of the West series, it, it's LA Edmonton. I'm I'm just thinking, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for like uh, Philip Deneau <laughs> to do to Connor McDavid what he did to Austin Matthews a few years. Yeah, ago. that that's a that's a potential thing yeah. to watch for sure. Yeah, that for should sure. that should be interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and what, what about on the East? Yeah. In the East, um, well, Carolina and the Islanders could be the most boring of the eight series. I mean, I agreed. Neither, neither one can score. Um, <laughs> and the Islanders had the better goaltending. You know, we know we know playoff Freddie. And we know it's like <laughs> we're we're waiting for Kochakov to be or Kochetkov to be put in in the net because you know, if Freddie is playoff Freddie, then by game five, Rod Brindamore will be scrambling. Um, actually, I think the the one that's going to be the most interesting will be Island will be um, Devils Rangers. Oh um, yeah, that's going to be yeah. that potentially could be a bloodbath. <laughs> it, it, it could be a bloodbath, and I think home ice means absolutely nothing because we know all yeah. these Rangers fans will buy up yeah. every ticket at the Rock. 
Um, you know, so they'll, they'll be, they'll be singing that, that Hey, Hey, Hey song <laughs> at New Jersey and, and driving the, the devil's fans crazy. And actually, I mean, I, I, I like, I like the Rangers to come out of that division. I think they're, you know, they, they can beat the devils. They have the better goaltending. They have the, the deeper mm-hmm. team. And then I think they beat whoever uh, survives uh, Carolina and the Islanders. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, and Boston, Florida will be interesting to watch just to see them beat the crap out of each other. Cause those teams, you know, Kachuk and Gudis yes, going yeah. up against Martian. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Let's say Kachuk uh, against the Bruins. They'll, he'll drive them nuts. But <laughs> I, I don't think they have enough to, to beat the Bruins, but that's if, okay. Yeah, that's okay. So yeah. long as they beat each other up, that's yeah. really all we want, you know. Like, just really take <laughs> yeah. it to them. Do and that that would be helping uh, us out potentially when we get to the next round. Yeah, yeah. If Brad Marchand <laughs> is limping when when game one against <laughs> the second round starts. No matter you know whoever plays, I mean, uh, it's just everybody's picking Boston. Everybody thinks oh, yeah. Boston. for sure. Yeah, you know, and you'd be stupid if you didn't because well, they. They only have to play the last five minutes of any game to win. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, and I'm sure many of your viewers are fantasy hockey pool, you know, playoff hockey pool participants. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've hosted one and, uh, and been commissioner of one for years. I'm prepared for like the bidding to go up to like 25 bucks on, on David Pasternak because everybody thinks the Bruins are going to go to the Stanley Cup. So, you know, everybody's going to be bidding them up and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll stay away because. That no, that just but, yeah. they're, but they're good. They're really good, and they have a really good chance to go far. But um, you know, we'll we'll see. I don't know. Their goaltend. What happened with uh, Allmark? Got injured the or he supposedly it's totally got not that serious. But you know, they keep saying they're going to make a big deal out of it just yeah. to just for gamesmanship, right? They'll yeah. make it sound like it's way worse than it is. Yeah, and, and I and I no, forgot about. No. Now, if Alex Lyon comes out and says we're the best team in the league, then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah, uh, yeah that's definitely going to be. Exciting. I forgot about Radko Gudis. Yeah, he's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to watch in front of the net there and just cross-checking everybody <laughs> and all that. And, no, and but, and Kachuk is is that oh, yeah. type of playoff guy, yeah. right? So like, I can really see him. Like, he's not. He's never going to say die until the last. Until the horn sounds of that of last game seven yeah. or something of that last game, whatever it is. The yeah. interesting thing is that apparently Daryl Sutter in Calgary last year told him to sort of cool it because you know they needed him on that top line being a mm-hmm. scorer. They didn't need him in the penalty box. In this instance, I don't think that Paul that Paul Maurice is going to tell him to cool it. No, I mean, he's going to say, you know what. Go out and be the shit disturber that you are <laughs> and yeah. drive them crazy because you've got enough loose cannons on that on that Bruins team like Mar- Marchand and Tyler Bertuzzi. And if you take them off of their game, that might be the only way you have a chance to beat them. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to be fun. Round one is always the best, they say, of the Stanley Cup playoffs, right? So uh, it's going to be lots of fun. And yes, I still think it's going to be Leafs and Six. Um, and yeah, thanks for coming on the show, Mike. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll and just you'll be coming that. on again, definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'll just say this. And don't, Leaf fans, a- don't, don't hate me. <laughs> don't hate me. But my, my motto for the last month has been, show me. Show me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm picking. I'm picking Tampa in seven, but 
Leafs, if you can do it, that's, show me. That's funny. That's show me is what uh, Stan Fischler, I've listened to him a few times. He's mm-hmm. had uh, some, and he says the same every year. He says the same thing. Show me. Well, I think we're, we're going to show that. I'm sure that there's a lot of Leaf fans <laughs> out there that are with you on this, Mike. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like everybody is like, until this first round is done, uh, they're, yeah. you know, the, the it's it's second round. And on is is what they're what people are looking for, you know, yeah. like because it's really the it's all sort of rolled in with a, a good uh, regular season for us right now. You know, it's the same old, same old. So they yeah. got to change and, it up this year if uh, things are going to change. Right. Yeah. And yeah. having Austin Matthews be the first guy on the ice at practice yesterday. I thought that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that looked like a good sign that to me. Good. Yeah, it is good. There's no doubt. There's no doubt that they're anxious. There's no doubt Mm -hmm. that they're like, they're all psyched. They're like, you know, they've, you know, this was an 82 game preseason. Yeah, for sure. Everybody knew they were going to make the playoffs. Yeah. It was like getting back. And then, and from January, you knew that it was going to be Tampa. And I asked, I asked Sheldon Keefe yesterday, I says, was there an, is it an advantage that, you know, you've known for so long that it's going to be Tampa. And he said, well, yeah, I mean, strategy wise and a few other things, but yeah. you know, like other teams, I mean, Boston didn't know who they were going to play until the game 82. Mm-hmm. There is an inherent advantage, but the problem is the team that you're playing has won the Eastern conference three years in a row and they've won a Stanley cup twice. So you'd like to root for that team, not to be the team that you're playing, but <laughs> that's the reality of the situation. It's the NHL schedule. Yeah, well, I am hoping that, schedule. you know, like the, the person that you mentioned, Ryan O'Reilly, I think I agree that he's going to be the difference maker. One thing I love about him is he's not quiet on the bench either. No. And that is something that we haven't had in any of the, the seasons previous in recent years. You know, somebody who is vocal on the bench that has respect, you know, like, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's going to be important for us. Well, did you, and I'll, one final thing, did you, mm-hmm. did yeah. you notice that the main tactic of Tampa Bay in that game was, especially Maroon, he went to the Leaf bench during play, stood mm-hmm. right in front of Michael Bunting and was trying to egg him on. Yeah. <laughs> so that, you know, that's their, that's their tactic. They, they think he's like, you know, Sideshow Bob, Darcy Tucker, he's going to lose his mind and attack the bench or something like that. And I think since, you know, since Sheldon Keith told him, you know, you've got to maintain some control because we can't have you in the penalty box. I mean, he fought Corey Perry and he beat him. Mm-hmm. So bunting last year came into the playoffs with an injury and was not the bunting that had played with Matthews and Marner during the season. He's healthy this time around. He's a pain in the ass. And I think that, that you know, he could get underneath the skin of a Sorelli or a point. Now That's those, a good point, too. Yeah, those yeah. guys, they've been through the wars. They've dealt with that. But in the here and the, he's so annoying that he might get them off their game. Mm-hmm. So, Scarborough is very annoying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say and that we, you did. We love it. I didn't say that you did. That's Scarborough. all you <laughs> 
All right. So thanks again, Mike, for coming on again. And of course, we will have you on again during the playoffs for more commentary. Um, and we hope that we'll have you on several times because this yeah. is going to go really long. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, uh, folks, check out Mike's blog and podcast at hockeybuzz.com. And if you don't follow him on Twitter, you should. Uh, he has great uh, post-game uh, leaf talks as well that you can get in on. And you can do that uh, at his handle, which is at Mike in Buffalo. Uh, so definitely yeah. join him there as well. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. All right. Thanks. All right. Mike. So thanks again to Mike for coming on the show um, and giving us his thoughts on this upcoming series versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. We can't wait for the for the playoffs to start up. And just a reminder, we are going weekly for the playoffs. So hit that follow button wherever you listen to our show. We are also going to be on YouTube, so you can now watch our show there, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our handle there is at LTL1917. Yes, so you can let us know for a little while anyways, hopefully a long time, what we, what, how we're doing on YouTube. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so another way you can follow us is on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is the same, at LTL1917. and. Just another friendly reminder to be sure to leave us a rating or review and let us know what you think of the show. It's easy on Apple or Spotify, and it's important for our show to get exposure as a source for leaf content. And we thank you for taking the time. And another way to help us out is by visiting our Kofi page at Kofi.com. Uh, we added some new photos there uh, from the Sports Programming Awards, which we attended, and that is a part of the Canadian Screen Awards. Uh, follow us, follow our Kofi page, and if you choose to, you can support our show by buying us a coffee. So any donation you make there uh, pr- helps us produce the show and helps us make it even better for you. So you can find the link to our Kofi page on any any of our social media profile pages or in our show notes. Yeah, and as always, we thank our healthcare workers and first responders for everything that they do. And we thank you as always for listening and now watching. So enjoy <laughs> round one, Leafs Nation. And until next time, go, go Leafs, go! go.